0: then just don't say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. If you're going to lie, just don't say nothing at all. I explained to both of them, you know, I said, you know, you're my brother-in-law and I know you're his brother. But the thing of it is, is this is my husband. Just Mm -hmm. like you got a wife, I'm his. And you know, If you don't have nothing to say that's going to help it, just don't say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at my mom and I said, I mean, my mother-in-law. And I said, and mama, I'm so disappointed. I love you. After everything I've done, this is your child. I know, but this is, this is a stand before God. You're going to stand here in front of the pastor and say, my brother's child. So I remember, let me back up. When I saw the picture of the naked girl on top of him, he already knew what was finna happen. I turned around with all hell fury in my eyeballs. That man ran out the door. Down the stairs, out the door, he was gone. Okay? And I remember as I went to go forward, the pastor was the one who kind of snapped me back. He said, remember, you are a woman of God. He said, I understand, but you are a woman of God. So as he went out the door this is when they're telling me that's my brother's child that's my niece this is this person this is that person and the pastor says I ain't getting in trouble for God I mean with God for nobody I ain't never saw that woman I don't know who she is I don't know I don't know I don't know if she related or not related but I ain't finna lie you know and I thanked him and so anyway my husband stayed gone of course for hours <laughs> for hours but that was the day that I learned that this man had slept with the little girl on the corner who was selling the corn so I thought okay maybe he slept with this girl she was on the corner he took advantage of her this that and the other then later I find out that this little girl who's On the corner selling the corn is pregnant
1: Mm. with my husband's child Mm. please ask me how i find out how how did you find out
0: the lord gave Mm. me a dream of a woman coming to me saying how do you feel now that your husband is about to have a baby by another woman, are you going to help raise the baby or are you going to leave your husband? And when I got up, I knew that that was God telling me that this man had a baby on the way. I found out that that was not just a dream, that this man had a baby. Three days after I had that dream. It was a message. As the girl at the corner that was selling the corn. It was a message. Christmas yes it was so like god worked with me a certain way where i can tell the difference between if i'm just having a dream Mm -hmm. or if it's something a vision in the dream or something and i just knew that this was real so and and may i say the whole experience that i had with my brand new husband the whole time that i went through all of this with him and the family and him you know, doing what he did behind my back. There was nothing wrong with us. Yeah, we we had our normal little marriage arguments, you know, but there was nothing where he should have, you know, where you would think, okay, he just went and slept with another woman because he was baby boo me like as normal and, and I love you and when are you coming and this, that, and the other. and the whole time and you know that's
1: why i hate hate. to hear i hate to hear the wives say well i know my husband ain't doing this and i know my lady please those men are five and six thousand miles away from us men cannot contain themselves like women do and this is what i have always said if my husband is over there sleeping with somebody i tell you one thing when i go there he has enough sense to respect me while i'm there Hello. <laughs> now I not I would w- I would never sit there and say what my husband would not do because he's way over there.
0: Cause you don't know. And the crazy part about it is even a husband here, you can't say what they don't do when they ain't around you. That part. You cannot say it. So you know <sighs> going through these situations i heard everything once people started finding out what i went through with my husband oh see that's that's what happened when you go over there and you you have somebody it does not matter it can happen here it happens here it has happened here that's Mm -hmm. just it that's why i left my first husband now he ain't make no babies on me but i left him because i found out he cheated
1: and that's why i left my first husband Come on. Mm-hmm. So
0: I refuse to be in that. So
1: well, guess what? Th- this go round. If he cheat, I'm cheating back. My mom ain't raised no fool. I'm, I'm getting my Come lick on. back, sis. I'm getting my lick Come back. On. So if he Stop. cheat, I'm cheating too. I'm getting my <laughs> lick back. And then we're gonna go our separate ways. Say tag, you ain't <laughs> don't play with me okay? now. <laughs> For real, because I don't think they'll be able to take the
0: level of hurt that they mm-hmm. put in us. Mm-mm. You know, and the level of hurt that I experienced with this situation, because first of all, we already were stereotyped. Me being from Mm -hmm. America, him being from Africa, they think every woman from America want African men for sexual reasons. They think every African man want an American woman for money reasons, scamming reasons. And even though I'm sitting on this end, I can honestly say that there are several good men that are from there yep. you know what i'm saying that are genuinely wanting a wife they and, and some of them do want to come to america but if you was in a third world country you do want to come to america
1: too let's talk about it
0: yep, but you know a,
1: a lot of the wives will say well they husband really didn't want to come here anyway who in their right mind do not want to come up out of poverty who let me tell you that's a good thing you just said because
0: my husband was one of those that told me he never wanted to come to america from before we got married to after we got married he said no he ain't moving to america we can pick another spot but he don't want to be in america in the beginning that's what he told me but see i didn't know that that's something that some of them say when they really want to come to America,
1: you know what? It's kind of like they done went to a school and all them been trained to say, uh, been trained what to say because they all say the same. Uh-huh. Like, honestly, they, they all do. say the same thing. So it's like
0: you know, it's mind boggling when I think about it, and and that's just parts of what I've been through. I didn't want to take you outside of your questioning. Or, you know, whatever. So I'm going to let you talk. Is that your grinning? Right here? Is it? I'm sorry. I'm so
2: sorry. It's okay.
1: It's okay. All- I hear you. Okay. Um, So, Ms. Kendra, so being that you've been with American men most of your life, how did the level of intimacy differ between an American man and an African man? Ah! Oh, my God. You know, in the beginning, it was one thing. It was
0: uh, more, they were more attentive uh, far as communication and where he was more uh, attentive far as communication and, you know, things like that in the beginning but romantically in the bedroom, mm -mm. I'm going to just say mm -mm. It it was different. It was different. It was different. So I did let him know, please don't get it twisted. I'm not one of those women because he said you know, when, after he done his dirt and I was like, you know, are you a scammer? Like who does this? Are you a scammer? Mm-hmm. Or what, what was your motives? And he was like, well, I can say that about you because some people say you probably just an American woman that just wanted to come over here for sexual reasons. Why? And I, yeah, like
1: we have, they all don't understand that American have, men, right American men know how to please their wives in bed so it's not so it's not for sexual sexual reasons that we're with african men not not at at all all. okay all right so he didn't understand that
0: because he had always told me about how the women raved over him
1: from there you know in that department and um and you thinking to yourself like um hold on bro He's like, um, you know, we, we need to discuss this again because
0: <laughs> whatever they raving over, uh, we need to talk about. And especially be, being married because you're right. In America, we're used to a certain thing here. Now, the men might be the way they are, but when it comes to the area of intimacy, you uh, a brother from here tries to prove a point and, and going prove it, that point and he gonna prove that point and had that point proved <laughs> but, you know but my experience was um it was different that's <laughs> it was definitely different so so, so what know. did you think
1: about the culture in nigeria what i mean what in, in africa what did you think about the culture and the food and things like that
0: Oh my gosh, the food was delicious, first of all. But you got to be ready for the spice in your life to go to Nigeria. Because, baby, you going to taste spices that you didn't even know existed, okay? I'm sorry. Let me know if y'all can't see me. No, I um, we'll see you. <laughs> okay but you're going to taste spices that you didn't know existed. That's going to wake up every taste bud in your body. Okay. But it was, it was good. It was like the food had a a purity to it that I can't even explain. Like Mm -hmm. the fish was on a whole nother level. And you know, they, they have a dish that to us it'd be ramen noodles with eggs on it but it, it's so good with eggs and onions and peppers and and that is their version of breakfast you know mm-hmm. so I mean it's just a different experience if I would say for any that want to go over there and and think about staying some time a week or a couple days to make sure they take something that will aid their stomach because if your stomach is not used to the spices Mm -hmm. of of nigerian food it will rip your stomach up
1: yep you'll be in the bathroom but i like it yes you will so what would you say was the biggest cultural difference between you and your husband Oh my gosh, the biggest cultural difference.
0: Well, first of all, and, and this just, when I say this, I just say it towards him because again, um, the men that I know and have known from there, they weren't like this, but like, one thing that he does and his family do they talk in a language no matter if i you know it's no level of respect that i'm american and you know and and they're african and you know maybe i don't want to be feeling like a fish out of water i'm sorry i am like a fish out of water by listening to language like how can I be included in the conversation if I don't understand the language that they're speaking Mm
2: -hmm. you know
0: and you know I finally realized one day that the whole point was for me not to be included in the conversation because of the level of conversations he was having
1: Mm. yes so you know Mm-hmm. So was there ever a time that you 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 saw red flags? Now looking back, were there red flags that you didn't know were red flags? Now that you're looking, there back? Was. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was.
0: Um, there was red flags when I first went there. Uh, first of all, um, let me say this: I love my husband because I married him for real. To mm-hmm. be married for real. So that love is there, you know. It took a lot that you know to not hate him, going through what I've been through. Okay, um. But the red flags, I would say, that was there was in the beginning when I first came there. I had changed, like I told you, I only had like forty dollars, if that, on me, and I had changed. 25 dollars of my money for their money and when i changed the money for their money like he didn't know i had it on me until like literally three days into being there and i remember spreading it on the bed and i said i'm gonna take a picture to show my kids this picture of you know your money and as i spread it on the bed he said you had this money all this time. And I remember him picking it up saying, give me this money. What is wrong with you? Give me this money. You know, we need money for this that, and the other. Let me just, you know, hold this money and use it for what we need to use it for. So that definitely was a red flag. And I remember looking at him so crazy. And I remember taking the money back out of his hand, saying, are you crazy? You know, what? what is wrong with you? and that was the red flag, a big red flag. Um, another red flag was the fact that we caught the bus to ABBA instead of getting on the plane. I was traumatized catching that bus, not because I think I'm too good or anything else, but we caught the bus to ABBA. And then the day I got married, about three hours later, we had to catch the bus from ABBA back to Lagos. Okay. So we were on the bus on our wedding day. After we said, I do, we went to eat with his family, got on a midnight bus back to Lagos and it broke down a hundred and million times. We went through the ring it, i mean that was a story all in itself it was scary men were shooting it was just it was a scary experience but guys. wow on my wedding day like yeah so the bus was a red flag um him speaking in his language and me having to say hello um don't me english I had to say it about three times. That was the red flag, okay? Um, Meet him telling me that he was so uh, godly and this, that, and the other, but yet the day before we got married, I wanted him to go to church with me. His family was at, at our hotel room. They had been there for hours. And I said, well, we'll be back. We're going to the church across the street. Let's go, you know, get prayer over our union. And they were like, no, you should stay here with us. Y'all can go to church anytime. Mm -hmm. And now there was a tug of war between me saying, let's go, and them saying, no, you should stay here with us. He did not follow until I got up and said, I'll go by myself. And he saw the look that was in my face and probably what was coming out of my mouth next. So the brother got it real fast. He ended up following me over to the church. But red flag, red flag, red flag,
1: red flag. Yes. Mm. I am mm-hmm. so sorry you have had to endure all this. It's, I, I, I just, I don't even know what to say. I'm lost for words. Like, that's a lot. Yes. Yes, it is. That's
0: it is. And that ain't even half of my story.
2: Wow. That's
0: just a, a summary of it. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. So you know, this ain't for the week. If you're thinking about doing something like this, you gotta know what you're getting into. You can't get into this because you want to be in love and have a fairy tale, you know, uh, courtship or a fairy tale wedding or marriage. Or this is not a fairy tale, baby. And to some, it can seem like a nightmare if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's all bad. I'm not going to say it's all bad, but I'm saying that women need to go on this with their eyes wide open and not close off and, you know, without knowing. I think what you're doing is excellent. They need to hear these stories. And these stories are not to scare you or to mm-hmm. make you judge you know people because one person that messed up because one bad apple could ruin a bunch but it doesn't mean all of them are the same That's so right. let me put that out there yes i've been no knowing- one People from, you know, I got friends that I grew up with from Nigeria, both uh, female and male, and they're wonderful people. We are very close. So everybody is not the same. I have a very good guy friend right now that's sweet as apple pie. Everybody is not the same. You know, my husband came off like this handsome, you know, man businessman that any woman would want to date and you know be with and he's like oh I've just been waiting you know all this time for a wife and everybody's talking about me for not getting married but I've been waiting all this time because I didn't want to just marry anybody and then he told me he didn't like Nigerian
1: girls but he got one pregnant Hmm.
0: he sure found his liking them again huh he found it real quick after he got married
1: wow yeah yeah but i i do this to bring awareness to women as getting involved in these type of situations so that is why i do it it's not like you said it's not to uh make anyone afraid or anything like that but we got to go into these relationships with our eyes and ears open and not our legs i'm just being honest come on now you have to say
0: it you have to say it you have to you know and and you gotta think. That's all I can say. You gotta think, and I would recommend everybody follow the red flags. Don't brush them off. If you see a red flag, believe it, baby. Believe it. Take it for what it is, and run. So, <laughs> do run you, so or are, are you planning to?
1: Wait. Are you planning to um do the immigration process to bring them here? Or
0: no? Okay. I I did no, and and the thing of it is is. Um, I didn't do the immigration process because, again, we had just got married before COVID. And when I went to go do the immigration process, they told me I had to wait to COVID die down some because they had closed it off. Mm-hmm. Then um, the president, the president um, Trump had banned Nigerians from coming here so it was like a mixture of things happening all at one time and you know we were like oh god what are we gonna do now and then as soon as they started lifting the restrictions, bam i find out that he was cheating on me so everything happened for a reason yeah literally. i was just
1: gonna say do you think that all of these were signs that you shouldn't move those forward, were signs I, yes definitely
0: definitely definitely uh-huh. And I praise God. Again, I love my husband. Don't get me wrong. I love my husband. We've been married now for two, about two and a half years now. I love my husband because it was real on my side. Mm -hmm. Now, what he was doing, only God himself. No, and I'm not saying that he did something outside of somebody else because, again, he's a man. And like you said, these men... They're not gonna just hold themselves
1: and mm-hmm. you ain't around. They're not gonna do it. Nope. But at the same time, it doesn't make it acceptable. It's but not acceptable. It's not acceptable. But it's not. I just, but I just be trying to get the women to understand that men are not built like us women. We They're can not. go two, three, four years without having sex. These men are not gonna do that. They just That's not gonna so do true. it. That's true. So I don't, and I don't say is- it. I don't say it to try to make them think, oh, your husband's over there cheating. No. But you need to be aware and you need to use your common sense as a woman that you know this man That's is true. not going to hold himself like a woman does. For
0: you, especially especially when you separate it for months at a time. They're just mm-hmm. not going to do it. <laughs> they're just not gonna it's not reality and and it's like you know it's not that I was like super shocked that he did this to me even though as a wife no wife wants their husband to cheat on them you know the, the shock factor for me was in the way he did this he had no respect for me obviously for this marriage for anything to do with me or the marriage to bring Uh, another person into your marital bed into the house that your wife got
1: Mm -hmm. around your
0: mom and family and not only did he mess with her he tells me she moved in after she got pregnant that she moved in at the point he was sleeping with her for months she lived there in my house sleeping in my bed for the months that I was away Yeah. Mind you, my clothing is there. My belongings is there. And this girl, because that's what she was, a girl, is in my house living, sleeping with my husband, screwing him in my bed. He didn't even have decency enough to say, well, let me go to a hotel or, you know, if I'm going to do my dirt, let me do it on the outside. No, this brother brought it in the house and around his family. And I'm going to just be honest. I believe he traditionally married her too. And the reason why I say that is because she's so young Mm -hmm. and he got her pregnant. So I'm going to tell everybody that's watching, I, the wife, believe he traditionally married this young girl, even though he denies it. I believe he did. Yep. So, and I'm gonna tell you, um, Tina, if it was not you, nobody would have ever even gotten this story from me because it took me literally into this moment to even be able to share my story. I, I wasn't ready, I couldn't, I was so embarrassed, so hurt, so disappointed, so confused that I could not even talk about this with anybody.
1: Girl, you, you got me with tears <laughs> with in my eyes anybody. sitting here. I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes for you because that's that's a lot that's painful. Like I am trying to tell you uh, and
0: going through that I had a husband this so claimed loving husband that was supposed to be loving me. And it, the cultural difference is he didn't say sorry. There's no, I'm sorry that
1: I hurt you like this. The only thing he said was, you know, this your fault, right? That's that manipulation and gaslighting and narcissist behavior right there. They do stuff to you and, and they try to make you think it's your fault that they did it.
0: Yes, ma'am. So that's when I learned about what a narcissist was. <laughs> And that's what I was with, a narcissist, literally. This man beat it in my head that it was my fault that he cheated. It was my fault that he cheated in my bed, in my house. It was my fault that he got to the point where he brought her around his family. It was my fault that he got her pregnant, and he got her pregnant on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah he told me he got her pregnant on purpose because he thought that I was going to leave him because I stopped talking to him for a couple days over a stupid little argument that we had. So he went and got another female and got her pregnant. Now, Mm. mind you, she had a baby for Christmas, and any woman who carries a baby knows how long to uh, have a baby. If you do the math, you'll go back to see that this baby was made about as soon as he went into Nigeria. <laughs> he got to Nigeria literally three days before the end of February. The girl got pregnant the first week of March. Mm. So I, I just need for folks to to hear that,
1: to hear that. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. So, so Kendra, so, I, and I, it's my fault. No, it's not your fault. And you know, that's why I say a lot mm-hmm. of women, a lot of women don't come forth with their story because they are embarrassed. They are hurt. They haven't healed from it, you know, and I get it, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I truly do appreciate you allow me to interview you on this platform. And I'm going to see if we have any questions from the audience. And we'll get those My pleasure. we'll get those questions yeah. answered, and I'll let you go because I have had you on here for like an hour or something already. But
2: okay. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's quite a few questions. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. The first one is from your. Uh, I'm sorry, let me go back. From Michelle, she said mm-hmm. they don't have laws against grown men and women dating children there. I don't think they do but I'll tell you this um
0: there was a shock factor for me um seeing him date or be with this young girl because I've been around his family and his brothers the cousins the uncles all the men that I've been around the women were seasoned none of them had females that was even younger than them by a year or two let alone a young girl none of them turned their heads to young girls or anything like that so I'm sure they probably do have laws but when the man is lying saying that the little girl is related to him how could anybody really know so to answer your question I'm not real sure whether they have laws but that's something that I'm definitely going to ask one of my friends from there
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Marnita wants to know where you buying the house or renting.
0: I actually rented the house for a year. I paid one point six million naira for the house.
2: Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, then on top of it, mm-hmm. had it renovated. Yes.
2: Ooh wow! Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tay want to know. When was the last time you talked to him and when did you cut him off financially and what was his reaction? Well, tell you, let me
0: tell you something. The brother was never cut on financially because um, I let him know up front. I was not that woman that was going to take care of him. I was not that female um, from America that was going to support him. Whatever he was doing, he better keep doing because I wasn't that wife. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, I did things like I got the house for us. As a unit, I've done things like you know when COVID came, I made sure he had things that he needed or whatever. Then, um but other than that, I was that wife. Brother was surviving before I got with him. He was gonna survive after I, you know, if I leave today, he gonna survive. Especially being a businessman, and that's something a lot of we- women get twisted. It's okay to help your mate, you know, mm-hmm. but you gotta know the difference between when the Help them and when you're hurting yourself. You're crippling them. When you start sending money over there, they're going to get used to it. So I never let that brother get used to nothing, and he knew that his wife wasn't that tight. So that there was hard. no financial support here. Not at all.
2: Right. Okay. And what yeah, was I- the other question? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you answered, she said, and what was his reaction? I guess, like, to be
0: honest, I will Mm -hmm. say this, when, when he saw that was there was going to be nothing else to come out of me after me finding out he cheated, he started making up everything. I mean, from, he didn't have no food to, uh, the roof was caving in on him just to see if I was sending money to him after I found out he cheated in my bed so yeah baby it's
1: the it's the the audacity for me
2: right okay
1: thank you thank you
2: now this is this Mm -hmm. one was this particular question was asked by seven women several of the women are you still with him
0: we are together but we're separated um he refused to give me a divorce um and i'm trying to find out what is the process to get a divorce in this situation um, but we are married we're separated right now okay well we've been separated so I shouldn't put it like that I ain't talking to the brother let me say it like that where y'all can understand what I'm saying
2: okay mm-hmm. um, I'm going through them because some of them kind of saying, asking the same thing so you uh and, and let me not, let not, me just say this Mm-hmm.
0: after i found out he cheated it took me a while to even be able to talk to him without growling let me say that um to even have a normal conversation with this man but i prayed and i had to keep praying that god allowed me to have forgiveness not for him but for myself because when you don't forgive Sickness and anything else can come on. And because I am a real woman of God, I couldn't pray for nobody else, having bitterness, anger, and all that in my heart. I had to get that cleared up. So eventually, you know, I started to come along where I can talk with him. And the moment that I started to talk with him and try to, you know, be civil a little bit about still being married to this man after he done the ultimate to me. That's when I found out he deceived me again by not even telling me the little girl was pregnant. So, yeah, that's
2: what happened. Okay. 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 Um, was it, uh, was it any clarity about if the, the girl was actually his niece that he's sleeping with, supposedly? it was
0: definitely not his niece. I read text messages. It was definitely not his niece. And I'm going to tell you something, the text messages that I read, he said that he met this girl through a friend when he went to Nigeria um, in that, you know, when he went back that February, the text messages, I was in Nigeria last, um, the year before, last. So 2020, when I went to check on my house, I went in about August. I left in September. The messages dated back to October. I left in September. The messages dated to October Mm. between him and her. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. So obviously it was planned Mm -hmm. for him to go back to Nigeria, have Mm -hmm. her live with him. And like I said, because I know their beliefs and i know how he is and i know how his family is
1: with beliefs and stuff like that i honestly believe he traditionally married this young girl and i want to tell the people that's viewing and the women that may be involved with men from africa when you go over there to visit these men please be aware of the surrounding like when different women come around please be aware pay attention to the eye contact pay attention to their body language pay attention to all that Don't be so wrapped up in that Mm -hmm, man that you mm -hmm. can't see what's going on right up under your nose. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because Mm -hmm. when I went there to check on my house, there were several women
0: knocking on the door saying they were his cousins. See? um, Popping up at the house. And it was like even at that moment I was going crazy, but his mother was the one who said, My brother's children, all these are my brother's children. And I think about that now, because she told me that the young girl that was in the bed on the picture was her brother's child. I said, mm-hmm. those women had to be women that this man was messing with that was coming to the door that she said
1: was her brother's children as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, because they call everybody cousins and sisters and sisters and beware, everybody was his sister. Beware, and that's why I'm saying, pay attention to that stuff. I'm telling yes. you. Know? Yes, yes, right. that's that's good because his real sister is dead and gone. May God
0: rest her soul. Mm. But everybody that I met, they they didn't know I knew that his sister was late. So the women there tried to lie to me, not knowing that I had already known and that he had already told me that the only sister he had was late. They tried to convince me that they was his sister (laughs) several times. Oh, Mm. let me come over and cook for you. Let me do your hair. Let me. I'm his sister. That's my brother. No, no. So you just have to be careful. And I'm gonna say one another thing. A lot of them believe in that stuff, baby. Okay. So you have to be careful, not only going over there, but like when I went over there, um uh my brother-in-law, before they connected the washer and all that up, washed clothes on hand and hung my clothes out on the line and it was a neighbor that said get those clothes get those clothes don't hang those clothes on that line because you don't know what's here when it comes to stuff like that and i said what you mean and she began to tell me she you up so fast you won't even know what's happening to you they'll fix you up just that fast get those clothes mm-hmm. so be careful
2: be careful Mm. is what i would say oh my Mm -hmm. okay Okay. and if y'all don't if y'all don't understand what Mm -hmm. she's
1: saying right there she's saying be careful because these men work juju on the women Mm -hmm. and if you are not literally if you are not spiritually protected guess what they're gonna get you i'm telling you they'll Mm -hmm. have you sending all your money over there all kind of crazy things be going on don't be leaving your underwear over there when you go over there and visit these men. Don't be leaving nothing over there. Bring your stuff back with
2: you. Right, and That's a good point, yeah, too, yeah,
0: because yeah. I tried to make sure everything that was mine came back with me, and he called me. He said, oh, you left some underwear and some clothes. and I said, how? I went through everything. Oh, no. Maybe about...
1: About five
2: days after I came like, uh, back.
1: It's breaking up, Kendra.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm I guess when she come back and clear, uh I I seen the question somewhere and wanted to know was he's from live in Ghana. No, he's he's a Nigerian.
1: Yeah, husband husband, he's from Nigeria. Not,
2: yeah, but he live in mm-hmm. Mauritania. So no, he's not a Ghanaian or he's, he's not a Nigerian that live in Ghana. So he's in mm-hmm. Mauritania. Um, yes, and uh, was another yeah. question. Another question said, is he still able to come here without your help? I guess. Get here to America without your help? I guess file a visa.
0: He can definitely
2: come here without my help. Once you're married for two years, they say they don't need you to come here. Wow. wow. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. And Yolanda, yes. Yolanda, wanted to know. Well, she said, "Well, what he was gonna do with twenty-five dollars? He couldn't do nothing with your twenty-five dollars. What he do with your twenty-five
0: that's true, because $25 ain't too much of nothing, but that brother was going to make some use out of it, but it showed the ironiness, the selfishness, the greed. That's what it showed me. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a big, huge red flag, Yolanda, because when we got married, that brother ain't do nothing for me. You know, I got a wedding ring, of course. The ring and, a like, a necklace, that's all I can tell you I got. That's as far as it went. Every time I said, okay, I'm going to need you to do, I need this, I need that, all of a sudden he didn't have it. But yeah, he did for all his family. He did for everybody else. And when I found out about this young girl, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, when I found out about this y'all girl, I found out he paid for her medical bills and everything else. And ain't never done nothing for his wife. I'm ashamed to say that, but I'm proud to let y'all know what you can get. He ain't never done nothing for me. A businessman owning these businesses and everything else. I don't care if he in Nigeria. Some people may say, well, his money ain't worth your money. Yeah, but it's money. Mm -hmm. He's a husband man. He's he's a business owner on top of that and could never do nothing for his wife. Never. Red flag, red
2: flag, red flag. Wow. But those are the Mm -hmm. questions I I see so far. But I do know some of the women groups, I do know they say also, I just want to make a comment be mindful of any of these women say, you know, to cook for you. You know, if you ain't cooking your food oh gosh, or you want yes. be mindful, don't let them be so quick to cook for you or try to feed you. You got to be mindful. People don't believe that these works is real and it is real.
1: It is real. It's and beautiful. you know, a lot, a lot of people true. think because they don't believe in witchcraft and voodoo and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that it don't work. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it does work. work like I'm here to that. tell exactly. you it, it does work. Like- work. let me tell y'all
2: watch their movies watch them nollywood movies
0: (laughs) the movies are real if you watch their movies they're telling you what they do Mm -hmm. they're showing you what's done their movies are real stuff and let Mm -hmm. me tell you i went over there for a wedding the last time i went last year we went to a friend of his wedding and when i tell y'all they call them the storm watchers or something like that where there are a group of guys that go around to venues when they know people are having something outside. They're witches and warlocks. They go around and they threaten to do juju on your party if you don't pay them a certain price. They name the price. If you don't pay them that price, then they make it rain on your event. I saw these people move the clouds. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? The it works. Sun? I know mm-hmm. it works. I'm talking about, I got pissed. I was, I was so angry because all of them over there scared in the mug. Now we all just came from church. We just came from church and they come in there talking about the storm watchers are here or whatever you call them. And I'm like, the storm watchers, they're going to make it rain. And I laughed in their face like, what? And they said, oh, they getting ready to move the clouds. When I tell y'all I went on this porch and saw these men move the clouds, the sun, and bring in a storm cloud, I ain't never saw nothing like that in my
1: life. It happens over here in America too. It does. And that's why I tell people they have to be careful with messing with people and putting their mouths on people because you don't know how people rank in the spiritual world. Leave people alone. Right. But this is the thing. If you think it's voodoo over here, Baby, it's Go bad over there.
2: there. That's a whole other level find over there. there. So mm-hmm. you
0: gotta be careful who you entangle with because you don't know what they entangled in. Yeah. You just do. You just do. And it be people you least suspect over there. The ones mm-hmm. that talk about God and sometimes the very pastors. You
2: got to be careful, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I think yeah. she answered that West Bwick. She's a West asking, "Do you think his family was in on it?" Of course. I, I do. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and and I think that one of the things that hurt my heart the most was the fact that I loved his family with all my heart. Like I just genuinely took to them, but a red flag with them is this uh West was it? West mm-hmm. um Nobody ever said like you know we want to do something for you being a new wife you know here go a new dress or here go a head tie or you know
2: uh, don't freeze that
1: mm-hmm. it's unfrozen
2: yeah
1: yeah I think she may be in a bad
2: area. Yeah, because
1: was you know, he just liked to eat,
0: so everybody was cooking for him. And, you know, things like that, but like me being welcome to the family as the wife, like it was always asking me for the money. Like one thing that did happen was every time I went there, he turned to me in front of the whole family. Um, So-and-so need money for a cab. Um, Can you give it to me to give them? Um, So-and-so need money to go buy the groceries. Can you give it to me to give it to them? Um, we need transportation to such and such. Can you give me the money in front of everybody? You understand what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. front of
1: everybody, mm-hmm.
0: just that's put me on the spot. and a red flag. It's mm-hmm. it, it not only disrespectful, mm-hmm. so it caused the family to start doing it to me. So mm-hmm. now here go the whole family. Um, I need groceries. Um, uh, my kids. Um, this is happening. That's happening. Can you give me the money? And I'm looking at them because I'm here to visit my husband and now they're coming to me and not him saying we need, we need, we need. You understand what I'm saying? All of that was a red flag. I never felt like the wife, you know? And it it is something that I look at to this day. I never felt like the brand new wife in this family um, with a man that I just married because it was always asking and now don't get me wrong my brother-in-law like I said I love him you know um, to pieces the catering he did to me was as if I was his wife so Mm -hmm. I love my brother-in-law my mother I don't know if she just was older and naive to what her son's devices was or what but yes I do feel like the family I feel like if they wasn't in on it they definitely knew about it They definitely knew. They knew everything that has happened. And again, I believe that he traditionally married this young girl because from my understanding, from my friends from there, they said there's no way he would have been able to bring the girl around the family unless he traditionally married her. Mm. Not with a wife that they knew was his wife Mm. unless he married her. She would have never been accepted. The baby would have never been accepted. It would have been shunned unless mm. he married
1: her. Wow.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so, no more questions. Oh, there are no more my questions my
1: for Miss Kendra?
2: No, no more questions. No more yeah. questions. I think somebody asked. I think I answered them right. Uh, they said how Did y'all had to answer them? How long did you date before marrying? Three months?
0: Three months. We Mm -hmm. dated three months. And I know that's crazy, but we did. We dated three months. Um, and the thing of it is, is this too, y'all. That was a red flag kind of, but it's not because that's kind of just their way. Um, and I know that from the ones that I kind of been around all my life. Um where they would ask you to marry them in a moment. A lot of people would tell you that that's signs of a scammer, but it's not. That's their way. They, they're they taught from a child, you get you grow up and you get to a certain age and you have to marry. So a lot of people say that's a sign, but it's not a sign. That's their culture, you know? Mm-hmm. So once they feel like they're feeling you, they're gonna ask you to marry them. And he had been asking me since... Forever to marry him, and I'm like, No, that's weird, don't ask me that no more. I don't know you like that. And you know, when we got married, I was just like, Is this crazy? What am I doing? This that, and the other, but we had gotten so close so quick, it just was like, Why not? You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a question there, Adam. Uh, two, two of them
2: was it? I see one, are there. Are you able to have children? No, I'm not. And that's
0: why it hurt me even the more. Um, Unfortunately, I've had um, health issues where I couldn't have any more children. And me and my husband agreed that when we got to that area of wanting children together, I already have children as well. But um, I've had emergency surgery um, maybe about, a year or two before I met my husband. And I explained that to him and I told him that's one of the reasons why I did not want to marry him. And he told me, no, you know, I'm an older man and you know, I, it's okay, I already got one kid, you got kids, um, so I'm fine. But if I ever want another kid, you know, that's something we can talk about. And we talked about um, getting a surrogate for, for the mom and all that stuff. And we both agree that if we ever decided to have more children, that that's the way we would go on bringing more kids into the world once we kind of come under the same roof and um so i i was cut deep i was cut really deep because of my situation mm-hmm. um and no again i was cut because my husband just went and slept with a female in my bed and then and he not got just a, a female a young, a a young girl. girl and you know every time i said you know are you a pedophile or something because I got girls. So I need to know if you're a pedophile. He was like, Oh no, she's 25. That little girl looked 13 all day, 13, 14. I would give her, you know, um, all day long, you know, a woman's body is made like a woman body and a child is like a child. Even her little girl panties on, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you can tell she's a little girl. He caught her as a little girl and by him living in Mauritania, that is a country that does believe in uh, giving kids to grown men for the wives at a young age. I think it's 12 or 13. They give um, their children to the men for to be their wife so I'm thinking okay maybe he was accustomed to their customs by him living there all those years because again I never saw a brother a cousin or a friend with a young girl let alone a younger female all of them had women either right above their age or older nobody had a young female and that was something I kind of gloated about after going there the first time i'm like oh thank god at least they don't you know look at little girls and stuff like that so when i found this picture on his phone i i think i was shocked i was devastated but i was more weirded out than anything because the first thing i thought is i married this man and i got two girls Mm -hmm. is this a pedophile you know what i'm saying what is happening and he got mad when I say that every time I bring it up and say something like that he Jesus Christ of Nazareth how dare you say something like that no how dare you do something like that let's put it on the table
2: right Mm. right right one more one more last question I'm sorry it says is your husband in America if not what do you mean you can't divorce him
0: He's not in America um, because my husband, first of all, he's not even in Nigeria. We married in Nigeria. Um, So because he's refusing the divorce, um, we got married at the high court. And when you get married at the high court, it's a little more difficult to get a divorce. They Mm -hmm. tell you that when you marry. Um, So first of all, he would have to be the one that petitions for the divorce by him being the man and then he would have to prove his case on why they should allow us to Mm -hmm. divorce because they don't believe in divorce at the high court Mm -hmm. Hmm. he knew what he was doing you know um So that's why I say I'm learning. I need to better understand, you know, what are my options? Because one, he's not agreeing to, to get a divorce. Even if I tried to send divorce papers, I don't know where I'm sending divorce papers to, because as of right now, you know, he has this anger in him that I've stopped talking with him because of all of this, that I don't even know where he is right now to send any papers or anything like that you know and in his mind he feels like I just need time and then I'll be okay
1: how do he expect you to ever be okay with all that that's how he feel because one of the
0: last conversations we recently had when he called was um he said when are you going to get over this that happened in 2021 it's 2022 Wow. Wow. mind you the baby was just found out about and born for christmas he told me that this happened in christmas? 20- yes wow mm. in 2021 and this is 2022 when are you going to get over this at what point
2: do mm. we move past this wow i see one more okay. question just popped in go ahead said- go ahead okay. i'm here it said- are you legally required to support him even though he's there? No, you didn't. I don't think so. No. Not at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Never
0: are you legally required when they're still where they are mm-hmm. to support them. Not at all. See, I, I I'm I'm a smart sister. I purposely lingered and waited. Once I start getting that little woman's intuition, I purposely waited to see what was going to be what to see, you know, if he was going to be able to show me that, you know, this was true and he was real and right and all that stuff. So, you know, I wasn't running to go get this man, especially remember by the time they reopened um, open immigration for us for Nigerians to be able to come over here is right at the same time I started getting this feeling that something wasn't right Mm. and the same time the same month that they opened it was the same month that I traveled over there to go back to my house which Mm -hmm. I thought was I was going to my house and that was when I found out he was cheating so that brother blew his own chance in me drawing up paperwork and all that stuff by doing his dirt in the dark and getting caught.
1: So what did he do with the money after he sold the house?
0: He has not told me to this day. Oh, no. Let me let me correct that. He told me he took the money and put it on the apartment. I said, but there should have been money left over because half of my furniture is gone. Half of my furniture is gone, okay? um, And an apartment For a house like that is way cheaper than what I spent for this house. That brother couldn't tell me nothing. He just said expenses, expenses. Now, mind you, now that he got the apartment, he kept the apartment maybe uh, two months. When he got mad at me, he got rid of the apartment, too. And I didn't see one dime of that money, one dime, one dollar, not just the apartment and all of my belongings. Everything that was in there that was mine, he got rid of it and sold.
1: And mind you, I got... Let me t- ask you, did you, change your, did you change your name legally here in the United States? I surely did not on purpose. I did not. On purpose is what you... I'm going to talk to you after this live about that. Since yes, ma'am. To, since you're trying to get divorced and you didn't change your last name, I'm going to talk to you after the live. I okay. I don't want nobody to be saying yeah. I'm on here giving out, you know. Well,
2: I got gonna, you. Mm-hmm to All ask, purpose. ask you mm-hmm. one more question i want to make a comment first um uh Mar- marnetta wanted to know you know it's good that you ain't obligated the only way she was probably obligated once he if she filed and he received his visa she responsible yeah. for him here mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. side of the world for for 10 years or whatever come quick tina know more about that better than me but that, yes. as long as she didn't file of course and he's still there she is not financially
1: responsible for him him in any way because he's still over there once they touch the grounds of america we are responsible then you're responsible Mm -hmm. right
2: so that's why i tell
1: people to be careful and, and make sure you're making the right decision when you're getting in this stuff because when we sit there and we fill out this application and we tell immigration and the department of homeland security that oh our marriage is not a scam and when they scam us if it happens and then we go back and try to get them for they're not going to want to help us because we sit here and went through this process and told these people yeah. that this marriage was real.
2: The bon- a bona It was real. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. even if you yeah.
1: get if they remarry, you divorce them, you're still responsible for them. If you file mm-hmm. bankruptcy it does not release you from the obligation of the 10 years that you're responsible for them. They have wow. to Yep, you got to get yeah. they have they have to get citizenship or they have yeah. to leave here permanently go back to their own country. But that's the only thing that's gonna release you, or they die. Other than that, even if they go, even if they go remarry another woman, we are still responsible for them for that. uh, that Wow. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes. So
1: people Mm got to be careful, and they know it. And you know, because I had a guest on here, Miss Debbie Willer, and I'm sure you know her, but she mentioned it. Oh, yes. And so I went -hmm. and researched it for myself, and it it says that an immigrant they can come here and sit on the couch for the time that they're here and sue their petitioner for money to take care of them yes Mm -hmm. wow i looked it up yes they can wow 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 so if they come here if they come here and they decide oh i don't want to work they can sit they have the right to sit on the couch and sue us for money to take care of them Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm.
2: and even if they get on government assistance Yep, they're coming after us. Anything that any, yeah, any
1: any bills that back. they create, we're responsible yeah. for. It. If they go get food stamps, we're responsible for it. If I they go, it. we're responsible yes. for it. Yes. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See,
0: and and you know, it's it's un. I get what they're saying, but it's unfair. Mm-hmm. It's unfair because again, if you marry somebody right here in the states, you're taking a gamble. Mm-hmm. you're taking right. a gamble because you don't know somebody you know what i'm saying you can sleep with them every day every night and you still will not know that person you don't know what they're capable of doing or not doing i don't care who it is and which walk of life they come from
2: Next that's
1: amazing and that's mm-hmm. why i tell people like even with my ex-husband yeah. i lived with that man and did not know him until I mean, the whole while I was with him, didn't know him. He was doing drugs; all kind of stuff was going on. I didn't Jesus. Find out until after we got divorced. So. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: wow! 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 Mm-hmm. Wow!
1: He was a functional drug addict.
0: Jesus! And see, that's what I'm saying. You don't know. You know, people want to prejudge and say, "Well, if you wouldn't have did this, if you wouldn't have done that." Now, I was one of those people that said I would never, ever date online. I would never meet somebody online. That's the craziest thing to me. But when you do it, or if it happens to you, you don't expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't think that, oh, I'm going to meet this person online and get married and have this life.
1: Nobody... N- now, some people might plan it, but I didn't. I
0: didn't hey, plan you it. Listen.
1: You know we've been in a pandemic. I swear it feels like these relationships are epidemic because everybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. tell you. you
2: mm-hmm. like, hey, Infection. i'm trying Infection. to tell Infection. you it's, it's almost
1: like where can i find the next african man in? it's just it's horrible right
2: it's right
1: all of a sudden
0: everybody want to do it everybody mm-hmm. i mean the, the inboxes that i have from women um saying hey i'm thinking about doing the same thing you did <laughs> no I, I didn't think
1: about doing this this happened yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's crazy yes. yes we don't have yeah. any more questions for miss if not le-
2: LaShonda, this is the last one that I see. LaShonda wanted to know, do you think he ever loved you or do you think he was a scam out of the gate? You know what, LaShonda?
0: That,
2: that is a question
0: that I ask myself each and every day I wake up, even now. Because I can say that he pretended like he loved me, but the question is how can any man love you when a man love you even if he falls to cheat he's only going to go so far because he loves you and don't want to hurt you you know it's boundaries there you know some men do certain things and they know where to draw the line because they they love the woman they just got a problem You know what I'm saying? In this case, I feel like there was no boundaries, that every boundary was crossed. There was Mm -hmm. no guilt factor there, because if there was a guilt factor, brother wouldn't have went that far with what he done to me. He wouldn't have been able to bring this woman into my house. He wouldn't have been able to bring her around his family knowing good and well we had just got married there would have been something to stop this brother so he acted as though he loved me and to this day you know he'll say oh baby i love you but do i believe he loved me i don't i don't um Mm -hmm. i don't know exactly what his motives were you know he's kind of confusing somewhat i don't know I, i'll be lying if i say oh he just wanted to come to america he just wanted this he just wanted that that brother knew he ain't had no woman that was giving him money so we gotta cross that off off the list you know um and we didn't have that type of relationship where he could be like yeah i need money no he knew what type of wife he had um so I, i'm up in the air with that but as a as a woman i don't feel loved I don't feel loved. I don't feel like that was love. No. You know, if you saw us in Nigeria, you would say that is a loving couple. They love each other. And because we was just an average married couple. And and that's another thing that devastated me because, you know, there was no a strange feeling when I went there or wherever we went and met or whatever. I was just with my husband. It wasn't a second thought or nothing like that. And you would have thought we were together for years, the way we act when we with each other. So that cut me, you know, the most because I'm like, why would he do this to me? Like, I honestly thought that we was on the same page at a point, you know, and there was nothing wrong for him to have done what he done. So that's why I think that he did not love me for real.
1: Mm. Yes. I see a comment from Lana and she says men who are not even here in in VAWA groups, the VAWA groups claiming abuse before they get here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I tell people like when these guys get approved for their visas, that's the first thing they give them is a pamphlet on abuse
0: mm-hmm. see and a lot of them they had a strategies of how to do what to do, you know when to do they had a strategies and again to to refer back to the question about do he need me to apply to come here that brother got a lot of evidence because i was in nigeria all the time everybody who know me know it It was like nigeria was around the corner nigeria we were meeting in, in in various places in africa because this was my husband so it wasn't a second thought so he has all the proof
1: that we had a normal relationship let me ask you this how do you feel about women making unannounced trips To their husbands do you think that's something they should do it that's do it that was something that i didn't do even
0: like in the beginning he was telling me baby you don't ever have to tell me when you come in when i'm here because this is your home this is my father's home this is your home you know nigeria he said so you don't ever have to announce when you're coming just come but when brothers start cheating that's when the tune turn oh let me know if you coming. that's how I knew that mm. something was wrong because he had been feeding it to me since before we got married and after we got married the first year was baby just show up whenever you want to just show up and when that brother switched it and said let me know listen ladies the best thing you can do for yourself is to show up and don't be fearful my thing was What if I go and like he just happened to leave before I get there or it was all these what ifs and then I, who am I going, you know, contact and who am I going, to the devil is a lie. Take your butt over there. If you're going to marry one, you pop up on them every chance you get so that he will get accustomed and used to the fact that at any moment, my wife, my fiance, my girlfriend, whatever
1: your title is, can pop up at that door. And another, thing, and another thing, when y'all go over there to visit, because I know I did, and it just shocked the crap out of my husband, because I was able to show him directions on how to get here and how to get there, because I paid attention to where, that's why I said, be aware of your surroundings when you're over there. I can take you to no, his sister's yeah. house. I can take, so if I was to pop-up in Ghana, I know how to get to my, my sister's all house. I know mm-hmm. how to get to his auntie's house. I know how to get everywhere over there. And it shocked him because I paid attention
0: now that's true now i did pay attention so i know how to get around and i think that's what scared him Mm -hmm. and it's not just one city see this brother then took me to about five or six cities over there so i know how to get around i know where this may be and that may be i know the main roads to get there Mm -hmm. you know and he knows this because i was coming so much he knows it so that's why he was like oh you coming oh you coming because he knew that at any moment, I can pop up. And the thing that he did know, if I said I was coming, then I was coming. If I said I'm five minutes away, I'm five minutes away. He knew how yep. I was, you know, as far as that, that goes. But pop up on these men. That's the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And men, if you got a wife over there, pop up on them women. That's the only way you're going to know what's going on for real. Mm-hmm. You know, research. Make sure they mamas, they real mama, and they brothers and sisters, and all that stuff.
1: Because mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. them pay people to say they' they family. Yeah. Yes, they paid family members, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm y'all.
2: Yeah, paid hey, somebody has a question. There's a question. Yeah, Oh uh, Yeah, she said, "What do you think? What do you all think about hiring a private investigator?" I never heard this question being asked.
0: Do it. Mm -hmm. I wanted a private investigator. That's what I did want. And I actually tried to hire one, but just so happened, they knew who my husband was, strangely. Mm -hmm. They knew each other. So I backed all the way off because I'm like, Lord, have mercy. How did that happen? But I definitely would say everybody needs to hire a PI before you get into these marriages.
1: Yep. And that's a smart thing mm-hmm. to do. Do it before you even marry them. So that way mm-hmm. you already know what's going on before you get tied up in something you can't get out of. So I mean, well, you can get out of it, but it'll take you a while. And another thing I recommend, go visit them. If you can
0: visit them a couple times before considering marriage. Go visit them a couple times, visit their people, you know, visit where they work, visit their surrounding everyday surroundings. Get an idea, go to the village, yes, yes, yes. Go and you'll know if something is out of line. Like, uh, Sister Tina said, them looks that the women give, they mm-hmm. tell on them, they mm-hmm. tell on them, men. they can't help it. The women over there will tell you when something
1: is wrong just by looking at you. Yep, pay attention to everything. I'm telling you, because even this young girl, she told
0: me just in her actions, the way she looked, the way she. When are you leaving?
1: She just, I just knew. You, look, she just told me. She you to told get the, me. Get the hair from over here. Bye. You interrupted <laughs> my my plans over here, <laughs> baby. I was in her house, in her eyes. Okay. I was the visitor.
2: Mm, she was the,
1: in my she, own house.
2: Sound like she What's was that already, What
1: that song say? There's a stranger in my house.
2: It's mm-hmm. a stranger
1: in my house, and the mm-hmm. stranger is you. So, yes,
0: Lord. So you know, and it was just big balls when I think about it all because she's a young girl. I can't blame her. I blame him. Mm-hmm. But who is her parents? Who is her people? everybody knew me over there as his wife everybody from a to z how desperate are you and i don't know like far as the beliefs and how it works mm-hmm. when you gotta you know when they take up otherwise according to him he ain't believing that you gotta watch that too ladies mm-hmm. when they talk about they don't
1: believe in something you better don't mm-hmm. believe that don't believe it because obviously this brother believed it so something. and your husband's a christian right no, but I'm saying is that the religion he that he's claiming? Okay, he claims to claimed. be a because a lot of people think that because the man is Christian in Africa that he won't take on another wife, and that's not true. Because mm-hmm. in some it's places not. in Africa, Christians and Muslims take on extra wives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It just depends on their traditions, mm-hmm. their right. beliefs.
2: you know Mm -hmm.
1: and everything and then another
0: thing i want to say their christianity and our christianity is not the same i'm not saying that, that it's not the same far as the respect of of how it's taught and all of that but i'm not trying to be funny and this doesn't go for all of them but a lot of them do not have the fear of god so they'll mm-hmm. quote that bible they'll tell you you know what the scriptures is sing the songs and everything else but when it comes to the fear of god like something naturally being something that you know not to do as a christian just as a human being
1: they have no fear of
0: doing it they will do it without no remorse
1: and do it in, the, and, you in, be- in they, and they do it in the name of god in the name of god Literally, and it had you feeling confused because
0: this brother is supposed to be a man of God, but they don't have that same <laughs> teaching. Wait a minute, not a man <laughs> of God. <laughs> Literally, okay.
2: <laughs> so be careful. <clears throat> right. mm-hmm. I have a quick question. Uh, now, you talked about the uh, disappearing of your furniture in the house and whatnot and so this young girl was always on the scene so we know there uh with African women it's a bride price on her head do you think that that was possibility a money on her head because he had to give her family something for her
1: Mm -hmm. I do believe that
2: that's Mm -hmm. money on her head that could have been what it went to
1: Mm
2: -hmm. and I believe
0: that it could have went towards
2: her bride price uh, he, yeah he got it.
0: rid of the house and all of that to pay her bride price right. that's actually a excellent uh thing that you raised up because i couldn't figure it out why would he get and where's the money and where did it go to and i say that because he had to have known that she had gotten pregnant now she got Mm -hmm. pregnant in march april may this and she's a little girl so she had to show quick i'm thinking she may have shown quickly so the brother might have got scared panicked and you know decided to take her up as his wife and he needed that bride price so Mm -hmm. he he took my house and he got rid of it i do believe that's a strong possibility because um I learned that she was friends with over a hundred of his people. Now, a mistress or a side chick, as they call them down there, would not be friends on Facebook or any other social media with your whole family. Uh-uh. I mean, is it just me? Can somebody help me out? Mm-hmm. If she was just a side chick, uh-uh. you know, that showed me that she was more than just somebody that he slept with. Uh-huh. And because a lot of them down there are very big on people judging them and people knowing certain things. Well, my husband is the king of not wanting people to look at him a certain way and uh, think of him in a bad way. He doesn't ever want to be called a bad person. Oh, you didn't cuss him out if you call him a bad person or whatever. So me knowing how he is and how strong he believes in looking a certain type of way mm-hmm. I almost know for a fact he married her and he swears up and down he did not why would he do that he won't go that far he does love me with all his heart he would never do anything
1: like that um yeah and you also said you'll never cheat do you think it's possible that he could have already been involved with this young girl mm-hmm. I do I do believe mm-hmm. that that's possible because a source
0: of mine came to me and told me not long ago that he had been talking about marrying this young girl, even when I came to the house to check on it. Mm. Mm. Wow, interesting. <laughs> And at that time, mind you, we had, we were newlyweds, we were newlyweds we were newlyweds at that time I hadn't even slept with my husband again since we married because of the COVID separation so we were truly newlyweds and they said he was talking about marrying her you know before I even got there the second time Mm -hmm. and they they said people was questioning like are you mad are you out of your mind like what is happening that you're talking about marrying somebody else and you just got married you know they said that they thought he was drunk or bumped his head or something was wrong with him they didn't even take him serious until now mm. mm-hmm.
1: well I am so sorry Kendra that you had to go through this I mean it's, it's thank marvelous. you how, how do you feel now how are you feeling at this moment you know, um,
0: you know, it's it's still very hard for me to. Um, I'm still ashamed. I'm still embarrassed. Um, that's you're how actually, I feel. You're
1: actually healing because you're able to talk. I'm about healing.
0: It. I'm healing. That's what I was gonna say. But I know my healing and my help is coming on because had you talked to me when we were supposed to talk. And that was just a short while ago. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could have done it. Like, I couldn't face it. I was bearing it. I've been keeping myself busy from December till now so that every moment that I have free will not be thinking about what happened to me and then by me being in the ministry and doing what I do and talking to other people and counseling other people, it's like I I tried not to give no room, space or opportunity Mm -hmm. for others to come to me to say, but how did this happen to you? Well, how didn't you know? Or how did, I I was so embarrassed to, I I can't even describe to y'all the level, but most of all, I think I was so hurt that every time that man tried to dial my number, it was like I growled, literally, I felt like I didn't want to see his face, I didn't want to hear his voice, I didn't want, it was like the deepest level of hurt, that, you know, I felt like it was turning into a form of hatred Mm -hmm. towards him.
1: Well, because I, can, I, felt I know, like you, I know you say you're embarrassed and you're still ashamed I don't believe that I believe that you're healing and you have a lot of more yes. healing to do but you are healing oh yes because I'm, if, healing. because I'm gonna tell you a lot of women don't tell their stories because they haven't healed and mm-hmm. in order for you to come on a public platform like this and tell your story it tells me that you're healing and you you got a lot of, you got some more healing to do but at this point you're healed from it because you can tell about it
0: amen amen mm-hmm. i received that and i know it's right because um mm-hmm. i'm able to answer your questions mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm able you know i couldn't do this um even when my own mother tried to ask me questions i told her i wasn't ready to talk about it See, shit.
1: the enemy wants to make you think that you're embarrassed and, and to make, mm-hmm. you make you shame but you're not you're yeah. forward the yes it yes, wants yes. to keep you right there with the shame and embarrassment but you're not there anymore you've moved past it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. amen amen and and that's something that i had to think about i said you know life is so short you got all these people that have died from covid among several other things and they just they were here today and gone tomorrow I don't want to be that. Like, Mm -hmm. just because he messed up, I had to get to the point where I had to pick myself up Mm -hmm. and say, "It's, it's not my fault. First of all, I never received it in my spirit when he kept trying to beat it down my throat. It's your fault. It's your fault. No, that brother knew he did wrong and he wanted to use that manipulation so that I wouldn't A, make him look bad if I told somebody... Uh, B, my self-confidence would be destroyed because Mm -hmm. I would feel like it's something that I did or did not do and it's truly my fault. Well, that part didn't work, okay? That's the thing that I never felt, that it was my fault. I'm a seasoned older woman. I'm Mm -hmm. not a young girl you know so and especially being here we've been through things we saw things we've been through relationships we know the trickery and the traps and all that of what men can do and saying and so that kind of stuff don't work on me mm-hmm. it don't work i'm sure it don't work on you it don't work on a lot of us here y'all. No, it don't work you know, on me Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I, I discovered that, you know, after going through with him, I said I never want to get married again. I don't want to, you know, be in no relationships. The devil is a lie. I'm not going to let
1: him spoil whatever it's meant for me
0: to have. Well, baby, listen.
2: Life.
1: If this one don't work, I ain't getting no ma- married no more. It's over with. And I get it. I'm but not. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna deprive myself. I, I ain't gonna deprive, listen me to me. Moment. I ain't said now. listen, see, Man, you I gonna live. <laughs> listen, I ain't saying nothing about depriving myself or no, you know, but guess what? I I'm gonna you. get what I'm gonna get, and you gonna go home, and I'm going home. That's how that's gonna be, <laughs> baby. Listen, I'm just telling I you, I
0: can't do that. it no more.
1: I can't do it no more. Uh uh-uh, uh, nope.
0: I understand. It. And now marriage wise, I don't know. But I mean, even a relationship, like I said, I didn't want to even look in another brother's face, period. Like, just stay away from me. I'm just gonna, you know, going on with my life, make myself happy and just be done. Because mm. I don't want to experience the level of hurt ever again in life. That's the part where I'm saying, no, I'm not gonna deprive me like that. Mm-hmm. If I want a friend, then I'm gonna have that friend. If I want to date, I'm gonna date and everything else. You that know hard. the thing of it is, is getting out of this. Well, getting I, out of what I, I actually am right.
1: believe that you dodged a bullet. That's what I believe. Because imagine mm-hmm. had you brought him here, what the situation would have been.
0: Exactly. That's what I said too. You know, you got to take the good with the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. and weigh out, you know, okay, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer of that. No matter how You know, hurtful it may be or crazy it may look. Everything happens for Mm -hmm. a reason. And I do, like you said, you'll be responsible for him for 10 years. That's something I never knew. My God. Um, and and things like that. And then the thing about him sleeping with this younger female, and I got daughters, and you know, things like that, because there's no signs within him that he liked young girls, or you know what I'm saying? Like there was no, okay, we walked past. The young girl, his head. Turned. There was no sign. <laughs> there was nothing to tell me this man likes young girls. Mm. Nothing, and that's scary to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we don't have any more questions, but I would like for you to tell them about um what you do, your your plays and things like that. I heard about the oh, last yes. play you did, and I heard it was spectacular.
0: Awesome. Praise God. Thank you. Yes. So I am a, a, a woman of many hats, but one of the main things that I do, I am a playwright, director, producer. That is what I do. Um, I do gospel plays maybe about five or six times a year. Um, and yeah, I'm into film and all of that stuff, but since COVID, um, I have not done any films well yes I did I'm sorry let me take that back I worked on a film about three months ago I did um so I do films and I do stage plays that's what I do
1: honey listen we're gonna have to get us a movie together about these stories we live in because baby listen
0: oh yes and the books we need to come out with all these books okay the baby. movies the sequels okay yes.
1: the reality so, and shows everybody- everything
0: yes everybody keep asking me they said he not scared he not scared that you're gonna write a whole play a movie about him by him being married to a writer i said i don't think he ever thought about that but it's mm-hmm. coming it's coming it's coming mm-hmm. so y'all stay tuned <laughs> honey listen you're gonna get paid for your pain yes come on It's coming, probably coming before the year is out,
1: y'all. And the book is coming too. Married to Africa is coming. Mm -hmm. It's coming. So, but thank you so much, Kendra, for allowing me to interview you and you share your journey with us. I know that was hard for you to get through it, but you got through it, sis. You got through
0: it. Yes. Thank you. I want to thank you, Sister Tina, for having me on here because this is therapy for me as well so thank you for what you're doing i think this is an excellent platform keep allowing
1: yourself to be used cuz there's so many women out here that need this thank you so much and to you're all welcome. our viewers thank you guys so much for tuning in we truly appreciate you guys yeah. <laughs> and you can also find us on anchor you can find us on amazon music you can find us at live.lapaca tv um, you can find us on Spotify, here on Facebook. But until next time, we thank you so much, Miss Kendra. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.